Maybe it's time to let the old ways die. Maybe it's time to let the old ways die. Takes a lot to change, man. Hell, it takes a lot to try. Tell me something, girl. Do you write songs or anything? I don't sing my own songs. Why? I just don't feel comfortable. Why wouldn't you feel comfortable? Almost every single person has told me they liked the way I sounded, but that they didn't like the way I look. I think you're beautiful. Hey. What? I just want to take another look at you. In all the good times, I find myself longing. Look at me. All you got to do is trust me. That's all you got to do. Office Bros podcast. Box Office Bros is a part of the Bears Barroom Radio Network. This is episode 18, A Star is Born Review. I'm John Santucci, call me Tooch. With me as always is Joe Mandel, the goon. Joe, how are you? Hey, doing well, bud. Doing well. Ready right. to talk about the this movie, this excellent movie. All right, and, and back with us, Joe, very special guest is Bears Girl. Our colleague at Bears Barroom Radio Network. Bears Girl, how are you? I'm good, but I'm still not over this movie, and I'm not even sure I'm ready to talk about it yet, but I committed <laughs> that I would, so I'm here. <laughs> yeah. I, I totally I totally understand. A lot to talk so, about. Uh, yeah, a lot to a lot to get through. Um the fourth version of this film in some form or other another. Um this one's Closely similar to the 1976 Barbra Streisand, Chris Christopherson one, as he deals with you know music, uh, musical stars, as it did with Judy Garland. The first uh, first movie with Janet Gaynor and Frederick Marsh. It was more uh, Hollywood acting. The young girl leaves North Dakota, go to Hollywood, and become a star. And uh, there's similarities with the character's name. The uh, the the gentleman who uh, the actor who takes an interest in. Uh, Esther Blodgett, Vicky Lester. His name is Norman Maine. And in uh, our current movie, we have Jackson Maine, played by Bradley Cooper, who also directed this film and did a wonderful job directing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, overall impressions, uh, I'll start with BG. I loved this movie. I have not been moved by a movie like this in a very long time. Me as well. Uh, we'll, t- we'll talk about this a little bit later in the spoilers section, but there were two sections where I actually cried actual tears. So uh, I don't do that often in movies. So uh, for me, that's that's a sign of, uh, uh, of a good movie. Um, Joe, overall impression? Oh, man, this uh, I'm with BG. This is a movie that literally affected me. Like, I haven't been to a movie like this in as long as I can remember. And I was so moved when I walked out of the theater that I had to send out a tweet right away because I was just so blown away by it. And uh, I'm trying to pull up that tweet right now. Of course, I can't find it. Um, <laughs> it's because I 
too many. Oh, here it is. I was so moved. Uh, so I, when I walk out, I, I sent out this tweet, and, and, I, and I mean every word of it. I said, it's a powerful, raw, and gut-wrenching film that is an absolute masterpiece. Please give Bradley Cooper an Oscar for Best o- Actor and Director. Everyone needs to see this film. And, and I honestly believe that. I was so moved by this picture and uh, motivated because it makes you feel like you could do anything, but you also have that sadness in you when you walk out. So it, it's an interesting kind of self-reflecting film, and, and I think everyone needs to see it. I was the last person to leave the theater, and I'm never the last person to leave the theater. I, I, I knew I looked like a hot mess because um, I had been crying so much that I needed to like compose myself before showing my face into the light. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I I was fortunate to bring one of my handkerchiefs with me <laughs> to this to this one. And I, had a, uh, I yeah. didn't come prepared. I had a sleeve and I had really bad napkins from the concession stand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I also was probably one of the last ones. Of course, uh, my wife and I had uh, had had the day off, you know, and. and uh, we uh, we had the little girls with us because we couldn't get a babysitter, so the the girls pretty much slept through it. So my wife and I were kind of able to enjoy it, and uh, uh, you know we, we were packing up the girls too. So we were also late leaving the theater. BG, I'm I'm surprised they slept through that amazing soundtrack though. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, the little baby was slept through it. Alita was slept through about maybe a half of it, and then. Uh, you know, she was she was she, she was enjoying the music uh, during the movie. She kind of started singing along her own little song with some of uh, some of the songs. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, acting and directing, BG. What'd you think? I um, was even, not even aware that it was Lady Gaga when I saw the trailer for this about six or seven months ago, and I was just like. Oh, is this a remake of the Barbara Streisand, Christopher Christopherson movie? This is interesting. Bradley Cooper's directing it. Great. And once I figured out who Lady Gaga was, I was like, I don't know about this. I, I, you know, I don't know what, what it's going to be with her as an actress. Obviously, she's an amazing, phenomenal singer. Um, and it blew away my expectations. Uh, Cooper directing it and starring in it, I thought he was amazing. The fact that he sings live um, in two thirds of the movie, and the fact that she, you know, came out with this amazing performance and not only brought her showiness and and the Gaga we know, but was real and raw and genuine and really made you get to know her character. So blown away by both of them. Yeah, she really did. I, I I actually thought she was she was uh, the star of the, of the show as far as acting. And Bradley Cooper was was excellent as well. To me, he was kind of channeling Chris Christopherson a bit with the you know the the sound of his voice, the rough, gravelly, uh, you know, southwestern kind of accent. Uh, but yeah, but I, I agree totally. BG, uh, I, I, you just you just believe that Allie was this real person, you know, and that was all Lady Gaga. You know, that was all her. And uh, did, she did a fantastic job. Joe, you acting and, and direct, I know you're super impressed. <clears throat> I, I am. I am super impressed. And, and I think I disagree with you just a little bit. I think Bradley Cooper was the star of the show for me. Uh, I think Gaga was amazing. I'm not taking anything away from them. I think they're both going to be Oscar nominees for this film. Uh, but I think Bradley Cooper, the you know, in, in terms of 
and, and I don't think this is a spoiler in terms of the the, the dealing with uh, dealing with you know addiction. I, I don't want to go any further than that, but dealing with addiction and, and the struggle and all of that, uh, I, I was just really impressed with this performance, and I thought it was incredible. And and overall, I have to say his directorial debut, uh, I was absolutely blown away by some of the shots in this. It was beautifully done. Uh, I think the man's going to win an Oscar for directing and for starring in this film, and uh, he was unreal. Uh, I do have to say, I have to talk a little bit about the supporting cast. Uh, I was really impressed with Andrew Dice Clay playing her fa- Allie's father. Uh, he was really good. And then uh, the guy that I think I was most blown away by was Sam Elliott playing Jack's brother Bobby. Mm-hmm. Oh, talk about a character. You know, that was such a dynamic role. And then Dave Chappelle is, is Jack's buddy George. Uh, it's small, small role, but uh, a fun one. So overall, the cast was unbelievable. Yeah, you had some really, really great. Yeah. Um, you had some cameos that you know I wasn't expecting in this film. I mean, you had Marlon Williams, Brandy Carlisle, Halsey, Alec Baldwin, um, all showing up and 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 having you know their own little piece of the show. Yeah, for sure. I, I didn't even recognize Andrew Dice Clay. I was like, who? I, I saw his name blow by in the credits. I was like. Which guy was he? Because I didn't recognize him. You know, he looks so different. You know, he's aged, of course. And uh, I kept comparing him to uh, Lady Gaga's real father, Joe Germanotta, from uh, when it, I recently watched Five Foot Two, as I mentioned uh, earlier to you guys before the show. But uh, when when afterwards, I had to go back and look to see which character he was. I just I didn't recognize him. I mean, I, I used to watch his stand up when I was younger. Yeah. And uh, he really did a great job. You know, he was excellent as as the dad as well. And uh, the thing with no. Sam Elliott as as um, as uh, Bradley Cooper's brother, I didn't even make that connection. Obviously, I knew he was his manager, uh, but there was a point in the movie where it finally clued into me that they actually were related. Um, and I think I looked around in the theater to see if anyone else all had that aha moment at the same time, and it was clearly just me. Um, I did the but, same thing, I BG. Oh, did you? Yeah, okay. I was like, "Oh, they're brothers." Okay. <laughs> I just, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't, I didn't make it. I think, I think it was that way on purpose, where you kind of, you kind of discover that you know he's actually his older brother who who raised him, you know. And we could talk about that in the spoilers section. We should probably head on in there shortly. So, uh, how about some grades for uh, A Star Is Born, Joe? I'm gonna give this one an A plus. I was absolutely blown away. I, I was emotionally affected by this movie, and uh, it makes you think about your life and, and everyone around you. So um, you, definitely check in on all the people you know and love, and it really hit home. So A+. plus. All right. BG, how about you? Grade for A Star is Born by Bradley Cooper. I got to agree with the goon. A plus for me. Um, like I said at the top, I haven't been touched by a movie like this in a very long time. Um, I haven't cried uh, this hard in a movie in a very long time. And it, it left me feeling as if, um, you know, there's there's a story behind every person. And if you invest the time to get to know them, get to know the real them, you could have an impact on their life and hopefully have it be a positive impact. And the layers within these characters just spoke volumes to me. And, and I won't get into any of the spoilers, but the storyline um, and, and how it ends uh, was just very moving for me. Um, and the, the lyrics of the songs that were all original for this movie um, left me completely uh, shaken. Yeah, 
Agreed. Okay. Um, so for me, I'm, I'm going to give it a, a solid A. Um, and I'll talk about why I didn't give it the top grade uh, when we get into the spoiler section. But expert, expertly directed, beautiful fades and soft dissolves and out of focus and soft focus and, you know, soft focus in the background and, and hard focus in the foreground. Uh, but, uh, you know, for, it was very close to an A-plus a+ for me. Uh, so uh, you want to head into the spoiler section, Joe? Let's do it. Let's head on into the spoiler section. Spoiler alert! So for box office bros, we always while well, we always talk about the ending scene, we first start by talking about the opening scene. And the opening scene, of course, is uh, uh, right before Jackson Maine, the character played by Bradley Cooper, is about to go on stage for a show. We see kind of some preparation and uh, kind of sets the tone for the film. This guy's a rock rock star. He's a rock and roll hark. Kind of a hard rock star, would you say, uh, BG? Yeah, I mean, I thought there might have been a country vibe to him at some yeah. points of it, but uh, yeah. definitely a rock star, uh, definitely someone who got the crowds roaring um, and, and you know, uh, fan favorite and, and definitely women throwing themselves at him. Right, and uh, yeah, the, the, the opening song that he, that starts the movie is kind of has a hard rock riff and, it, you know, it's kind of like southern hard mm-hmm. rock and then, you know, of course, he's got some country songs, yeah, uh, <clears throat> ballad. You know, country rock ballads. And and that and, song, uh, too, Chad, that song's called Black Eyes. And I, I've been jamming, yes. jamming to it on the soundtrack. For all you folks listening out there, this is a rock jam. I've been jamming to this song all week. Uh, just get you pumped up. So really killer song. Just had to say that real quick. Yeah, it was a great soundtrack. Uh, I just want to talk uh, briefly Overall, about the uh, about the music and the soundtrack, BG. What what did you think overall of the music? Overall, um, I knew I was going to download um, and have it added to my Spotify. Um, there were songs that spoke to me, like "Shallow" and yep. the the finale, "I'll Never Love Again." I said the words Absolutely. to that song eleven years ago when I lost someone, um, not in the same way um, as Jackson Maine, but it was a sudden death and. I, yep. I I bawled the entire final scene during that song, and I have not been able to get that song out of my head. It's so it's so yeah, good that, and so that's powerful. That's one of the scenes. Yeah, that's one of the scenes where I cried at the end. Just you know, couldn't help it. It's a great song. The words are so good, and and uh, ha- halfway through that song, just to, just while we're talking about the song, ha- halfway through the song, you know, it cuts from her performing the song and, and in front of a large audience, and it's just her and and Jackson at the piano, where he's actually showing mm-hmm. her the song and how he wrote it and how it should go yeah. and everything. And that really got me, you know, because then you you have the memory of Jackson, how you know how how how, uh, how much of a musical genius he was, you know, you really yeah. could get kind of get that because of his addiction. And, uh, you know, that so so uh, Jack, uh, Jack and uh, Allie meet accidentally. And yeah. uh, uh, Jack and, and his his, uh, his limo, his limo driver actually has a fairly, fairly big part, a medium part played by Greg Grunberg from uh, mm. Heroes. I don't know if you ever remember that TV show, Joe. Yeah, yeah. I uh, do. And he was also on Alias. Right, he was on Alias as well, and I think Bradley Cooper was as well, wasn't he? Uh, yeah. And, uh, right. So the, they they all worked they all worked together uh, uh, on that show, and uh, it's important to note that uh, uh, Bradley Cooper actually uh, 
had to learn how to play guitar, and he, he hung out with uh, uh, Willie Nelson's son Lucas, and the, the backing band in this in this uh, movie was Lucas Nelson and the Promise of Real, uh, Promise of the Real. Sorry. And, oh wow. Uh, yeah, and uh, so Luke, Lucas Nelson and and uh, and Bradley Cooper hung out every night for a year, while Lucas taught him how to play guitar, so he could actually look like a rock star. So that you have to really appreciate the work that Bradley Cooper put into this movie, which is why I think he's probably the favorite to win the Oscar. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, you know, of course, you know, Lucas Nelson and his band are, are the the backing band band of uh, Jackson Maine, and. Uh, uh, they did a great job, and uh, Lucas uh, Lucas Nelson also wrote some of the songs with uh, with uh, Lady Gaga. Uh, another, I uh, don't know if you guys were aware of that, but wow. uh, Bradley uh, Lady Gaga actually uh, felt that Bradley Cooper and her should sing live, and and Bradley Cooper uh, discovered how how actually hard it was to sing good live. So uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it was uh, was a and lot those of concert work. scenes were at Coachella, were they not? Right, exactly. Coachella and a few other festivals, which I, I don't, I don't remember uh, offhand, but uh, for sure Coachella, Lady Gaga's uh, performance, and uh, uh, a few other. Uh, um, it'll come to me later. Uh, some other uh, uh, festivals, and uh, so I wanted to go back to uh, where we were talking about the uh, the. the the, the way that Allie and Jack meet, which I thought was kind of cool. It was hilarious. Uh, I thought it was a, yeah. a hilarious mm. scene. It was really good. And uh, uh, Jackson, yeah, Jack, Jackson wants to find a place to drink because he's going to be delayed for a little bit. So he has his limo driver drive around. He just picks a bar at random. And uh, Allie happens to be performing uh, uh, La Vie and Rose, which was a song that Lady Gaga actually did. And uh, I was blown away by it. I think uh, Bradley Cooper saw her perform that and then and uh had her wanted her to perform it in the movie so uh he convinces her to go out and i'll, I'll let you uh talk about that scene pg yeah because i mean they, they actually meet at a drag bar that was that was part of kind of the under uh current right. of, of of the scene of, of how you know hysterical it was that that he's in this drag bar and he doesn't even realize that he's in a drag bar until i think the yeah. second song um and she comes out obviously not in drag um and she sings and they have this connection in this moment and then they go off together um he you know they they kind of you know have a moment where they have this drink and and you know finds out that you know she's at home with her dad and her dad's a widowed father and you know they 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 have you know just this connection and and this parking lot grocery store kind of you know um acapella moment where where he asks her and and you have the clip in the uh the opening sequence where he says you know do you write do you sing and she talks about you know everyone loves my voice but no one loves my face right uh right. blown away you know the scene in, in the grocery store uh sorry the scene in the bar where, where she punches someone out and, and her hand gets smashed up and then they need to go to the grocery store and he gets peas and and it's just so comical that he's this yeah. big star and she's this nobody um but they have this instant chemistry um and you feel like they've known each other forever yeah what do you think joe that uh, of how they met did you buy it I bought it. It felt so genuine. It felt so real. And like you guys said, it was just like a funny, heartwarming kind of start to the movie. 
it just kind of made you love these characters and I think that's what helps you get that connection going right away yeah and uh, of course uh, you know he, he, he tries to find out she's writing songs you know and uh, he hears uh, uh, the one song I, for, I forget the shallow 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 okay shallow and uh, of course you know uh, there's a line in the movie where he, he's like I just want to take one more look at you as he's dropping her off you know yep. uh, mm-hmm. it's in the uh, opening that, of the show that, too Right, that line actually was in the very first movie, Norman Maine and uh, Esther Blodgett. Uh, Norm, that was Norman Maine's line. He would stop uh, uh, Janet Gaynor and and tell her, you know, I just want to look at you one more time. If, if she was, you know, if they were if they were parting, uh, so that that was was great. Borrowed from the a nod to the original movie, and of course uh, the the character's name Norman Maine in the in the original and Jackson Maine in this one. So uh, again, another nod to. Uh, uh, to the to the movies of the past, so uh, he Jackson sent his driver the next day to uh, to pick up uh, Allie. He wants her to come to his next show, and uh, of course she she resists, but the driver hangs around. Of course, you get to meet Stephanie's uh, father and her kind of extended family. All these uh, lim- limo drivers, uh, yeah. I think they're limo drivers, right? Limo, yeah, who are, who hang out yeah. constantly. Yeah, at their house. The security yeah. slash limo driver company that that's out of some kitchen. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Possibly mob mob connected. Yeah, and, uh, maybe. <laughs> right. And, and some of the uh, some of the limo drivers uh, were character actors. I recognize. I'm not sure uh, uh, exactly uh, their their names offhand, but uh, some of them I recognize. I want I want to say uh, one of them was Bill Duke. I'm not sure. Do you know? Uh, sorry, no. It wasn't. Uh, He's from Orange is the New Black. I can't think of the guy's name. Right. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, uh, the, the the second scene where I cried was was when uh, uh, Allie goes to his his concert, and uh, he's like, "Come on stage, you know, and we're gonna sing Shallow, and uh, if you don't come on, I'm gonna sing it anyways." Yeah. So now seeing her song. Uh, come to life i got i got really teary and then when she runs out there man i just lost it how about you guys i i didn't cry but uh definitely got choked up for sure i also didn't cry but i got goosebumps i uh i kind of felt like okay this is this is where the movie's gonna start um and we're really gonna see um her character development and 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 her career start to take off in this moment where you know hundreds of thousands of people are at this concert and yeah. you know she a nobody coming out on stage no prep no 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 vocal warming yep. uh no, no nothing and uh she's gonna come out there and belt out this song and knock it out of the park and she did um and just you right. know the, the, the chemistry between the two of them singing together is something that got me every single time it gave For me sure. response yeah, that, that the triumph of seeing her song realized and the great music that he wrote behind it that really got me. You know, because it, it was it was like you said, she was being a star was being born right there, and uh, you know, just just to see, you, you see where Allie came from. She came from nothing, right? You know, she came from she came from absolutely nothing. You know, and uh, to see her uh, get up there and perform a song, you know, from her heart, you know, that really uh, really got me. And that was where that was the that was the first time I cried in this movie. And then uh, the last, of course, was the, was the ending scene. 
But, uh, you know, of course, we go on where uh, Allie and Jack have, uh, they start to build a relationship and uh, revolving around music where she's coming on tour with him now and they're singing songs together. Uh, The crowd loves her and stuff. And uh, she's approached by an A&R guy who says, hey, you should be, uh, you should be have your own record, you know. And, uh, you know, you start to get the the conflict in the movie, which is... uh, uh, the aging rock star and uh, the up and, the rising rock star in their juxtaposition uh, at this moment in time. And, uh, and another... the introduction of a slimy uh, yes. manager. Right. Yeah. yeah, he really was, too. Yeah, I just wanted to slap that guy. <laughs> but uh, also, you know, of course, we have we have the uh, the alcoholism and we have the tinnitus, which was all Bradley Cooper mm. did a great, great job with because uh, Jackson was losing his hearing. You know, it was evident, you know, his brother yeah. was riding him to get these uh, hearing aid implants. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he didn't want to wear them. He just wanted to be in the music and out and connecting with his crowd. But uh, the constant ringing, you know, the, the, the ringing pitch, which is what I've heard tinnitus sufferers hear all the mm-hmm. time, is, is a, they're plagued by ringing, which affects their, their ability to play music. And uh, one of the most famous uh, uh, people who are affected by tinnitus I can think I was Pete Townsend of the who I know he struggled with that and so I really don't really see him out touring that that often anymore but uh that was a good I thought he handled that really well Joe what'd you think uh about the ringing and the, and the tinnitus you really feel for Jackson yeah yeah he he definitely did his homework on that and yeah I I, I bought every single second of it and uh that was that was heartbreaking to see him fight that too Right, BG, how'd you think? Did a good job with that? Yeah, I mean, I thought he was, you know, pretty spot on in, in terms of, you know, trying to represent the struggle of what an artist would go through uh, with that plaguing them constantly in, in their brain. Um, and, yeah. you know, the spiraling into the addiction with, with um, alcoholism and drug abuse, um, you know, it, it can only manifest itself when you're dealing with such a, uh, a situation like that where you can't, you know, really do what you love to do right right and let's talk about the alcoholism and drug addiction in the film i thought it was really well done too um the uh the struggle with alcoholism uh with jackson i mean is is it fair to say that Allie knew what she was getting into uh bg uh yeah i mean because the very first time they meet right right he's drunk um he passes out and Bobby right. puts him into bed. Right. Right. And tells her. So, he, tell, he tells her this is what it is. You know, and, yeah. and, and she definitely knew what she was getting into, but I've been, Allie, I've been in a situation with someone who had an addiction, um, and you think you can save them, and you think you can, you know, help them, and that your love and, 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 and how much you care for this person is going to be enough. Uh, to help them overcome it. And it's a battle. It's a battle with them. It's a battle with yourself. And I, I appreciated that with, with her character and, and how she just really, you know, loved him for who he was and, you know, knew what she was getting, but accepted it at the same time. Yeah, because she really wanted him to, you know, stop. You know, she, yeah. that was her whole thing. Are you drinking again? You know, and of course... Uh, for a while, he is clean, you know, and then uh, he has that run-in with our fa- with the A and R, the manager, 
you know, mm-hmm. who uh, who kind of lays it out there for him. You know, you and I aren't friends, and mm-hmm. you know, Al, you're holding Allie back, and you know, such and such. You know, just kind of tells him, you know, she's going to suffer because of you. You know, and of mm-hmm. course, sets him back on the path of uh, of drinking again. And uh, Allie wins her first Grammy, uh, best new artist in this movie, and uh, uh, Jackson does uh, a Roy Orbison tribute where he actually plays guitar pretty good. He's hammered, but uh, he, he found out he wasn't going to sing. So he was just, they just wanted him to play guitar at the last minute. They swapped in another uh, Roy Orbison imitator. And uh, he uh, he goes up on stage with Allie. And it's kind of unclear whether or not she wanted him to go up there with him or not. And uh, of course, he pisses himself, you know, on, on the camera, you know, and becomes a... Uh, you know, kind of a joke. Uh, do you guys think uh, that that would be enough to uh, to set somebody uh, on the path towards uh, taking one's own life? Because I, I had a hard time with that. I mean, maybe it's just me. Because if I pissed myself on TV, I probably wouldn't care too much. You know? Well, I mean, <clears throat> it happens. So, well, but, well so I don't. What do you think? Well, the, the way it, the way it played out in the movie too, which is is that's the point where he knew he needed to go get help. Mm-hmm. So he he went to go get clean. Uh, he worked himself back, and then he came back, and then the manager told him what you were just talking about, about him ruining mm-hmm. Allie's life. So the manager is yeah. the one who drove him to consider killing himself or and ultimately right. doing that. And I think, honestly, um, her rise to stardom so quickly. The thing I struggled with the most in this movie is the timeline. Um, I, I didn't quite know how much time had spanned um, between them meeting and her now winning a Grammy. It felt like it was overnight. Um, but yeah. the fact that he he wasn't, you know, a star anymore. He had been replaced by some kid who was a Roy Orbison imitator um, and, you know, given yeah. you know a bit part to play guitar where his now wife who was nothing, who basically was that imitator-like character, singing in a, you know, uh, a drag bar, is now out there winning a Grammy. Um, I think that combined with the manager telling him, you know, just how awful he was for her and 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 how, you know, she basically could do better and deserves better, um, drove him to, to re- basically enact a suicide attempt that happened when he was much younger. You know, the whole the whole ceiling fan and the whole trying to hang himself by a belt. Um, When I heard that story being shared um, when he was in rehab and then saw, you know, just the look on his face after um, she came to uh, to 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 their bedroom to say she was canceling the rest of her tour. I think all three of those things combined is what drove him to say, I'm not good for her, I'm not good for this world, and I'm not good for anyone, and it's time for me to go. Yeah. Right. I mean, he, he was haunted by, uh, he was haunted by uh, the, the words of Ali's father, too, who, you know, who, who reamed yes. him one after, uh, after, uh, after he pissed himself on, uh, at the Grammys, and, uh, you know, he, he even cried about it to Ali. He was like, your father, you know, uh, you know, he's, you know, but, he was obviously affected by it. So uh, mm-hmm. those things, he just knew, you know, when when he pulled the car out of the garage, you know, and <laughs> you see the belt. It was it was done, in, you know, in a way where, of course, you couldn't see anything. And I thought that was 
that was very well done. That you, know, you, you did. You didn't, we didn't need to dwell on his suicide. Can can you know? we talk for a second about the shot afterwards when the garage is closed? The dog oh, oh is God. sitting out yeah. there with the ambulance yeah. lights. What yeah, a shot! Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, the, the, the whole ending got me. Really, I'll tell you from from the point where he where he hangs himself. To the point where uh, Allie goes on stage and says, "Hi, I'm Allie Main," you know, and uh, and sings that the last uh, song was is called "I'll Never Love Again." Is I'll that, never uh, love again? Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll never, I'll, I'll never, again. I'll never love again. You know, and the words and the words were great. You know, uh, uh, so uh, wrapping it up, uh, both of you uh, recommend this movie with any uh, any caveats, BG. Uh, make sure you have three-ply Kleenex. Don't rely on the concession stand. Uh, Kleenexes, they're just going to rip your nose apart. Don't wear mascara. <laughs> the waterproof stuff doesn't work. Uh, not for this movie. <laughs> and if you could be kind to your seatmates, uh, nachos are not a, a, a wide selection for movie snack for this movie. There are so many gut-wrenching moments. The last thing you want to hear as you're getting involved in this movie is someone crunching on a nacho. <laughs> so those are my caveats. <laughs> Joe, how about you? Uh, I'm just telling anyone that's going to see this movie, just be ready for an emotional roller coaster. Uh, be ready for an incredible soundtrack, uh, music that you're going to be listening to probably for the next few years. I know I will. And, and most of all, come out of it and, and learn something from it. You know, treat the people around you uh, with love and respect because you never know a battle that someone's fighting. So uh, I'm just telling everyone, be kind, be kind to people around you and you never know what's going on in someone's head. Yeah, uh, ja Jackson needed to go on Let's Talk It Out, BG. Right. You know what? I honestly think um, we're recording this as Let's Talk It Out is happening right now. Um, yep. I think right. there was an element of, uh, of post-traumatic stress for, yeah. for Jackson, the stuff yeah. he, he endured with his father and, and the stuff he endured growing up and, and his previous suicide attempt and coming up as for a sure. star and, and not being able to have people around him, even though his brother tried really hard, um, that yeah. were good for him. Um, I right. think if he had an outlet like Let's Talk It Out um, or, or people that you know were really there for him and not what his stardom could do for them, um, he might still be with us today. Right, and there was a little element of that uh, twelve-step kind of uh, making amends when he told his brother, you know, I didn't idolize dad; it was you I idolized. Yep. You know, and uh, another great uh, theme in the movie, which I think uh, resonated the most for me, I'm sure it did for you guys too, is that uh, Jackson would always tell he told he told Ellie a couple times, maybe several times, that uh, everybody's talented. Everybody's talented in this business. It's the people that have something to say that stick around and make uh, yeah. make the songs that last forever. It's it's not it's not who you are and what you sing, it's how you say what you're singing, you know, and that uh, that that's the main point that really stuck with me through this movie is uh the true artists are the ones who have that message, the way they perform it, the way they, you know, I mean they may not be the most talented cuz everybody's talented like he said, but it's what they say and how they say it. And uh, a lot of that's like real life. So uh, Oscar predictions, Joe uh, I I feel like this movie's gonna sweep. It's gonna win best original song. Uh, it'll probably win best ensemble. I think it's gonna win best actor, uh, possibly best actress with Lady Gaga. I thought she was phenomenal. 
And then I, I, I think Sam Elliott will probably get a nomination for Best Supporting Actor. So uh, I, I think this movie is going to sweep. Yeah. Yeah, BG, how about you, Oscar predictions? Uh, I would agree with Joe for the most part on them. I, I think Gaga will definitely get nominated. I'm not sure if she's going to win. Um, this yeah. movie has gotten amazing reviews. I, I tried to get to see it when it was at the Toronto Film Festival, uh, but I couldn't get in uh, to it. And I think that just, you know, the, the praise for the movie and the 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 acting as well as the directing is well-deserved. And, and I hope that it, you know, has great success. All right, so... Recently, uh, Draft Dr. Phil, Phil Toshin, sat down with Joe to talk about this movie, and we'll, let's hear what he has to say. We have a special guest, Draft Dr. Phil Toshin's here with us to talk about A Star is Born. Here he is, Draft Dr. Phil. <laughs> What's up, Joe? Thanks what? for having me on the show, man. I'm fired up to be here, man. Hey, man, we, we, love, we love having you, and this is a heck of a movie to have you on for. Oh my God, I'm so glad I was able to capture and be able to see it. I, I ended up getting to go see it with my wife because Columbus Day, we're able to celebrate here, you know. Yeah. Not that I agree with Columbus Day, but it did award me an opportunity or afford me the opportunity to, to go and take in this movie, man. And it's a heck of a movie too, man. The music is unbelievable. Lady Gaga, oh. Bradley Cooper... First off, before we get into anything, what do you think of the music, Phil? Because you, you're the music man over at the bar room, and, and I know you have a lot to say about the music. Oh, man. Wow. Like, literally, there's moments in the movie that just give you... Well, for me, when you appreciate a singer-songwriter, especially when they're able to hit these notes that, that she's able to do and capture, and Bradley, too... And just finding out some of the information that these guys actually did it all live was it's tremendous to hear it but the music was outstanding like blown away by gaga like she could sing now i oh yeah i was so unknowing just naive to her talent way back when howard stern had her on his show Right. So I'm like, Lady Gaga, I mean, what? Like, I'm just thinking almost like the role she tends to sway in the movie. I don't want to give it away. More poppy silliness than sure. anything else. You know, just trying to get a name wearing the meat suit and all that. Mm -hmm. To hear her on Stern, like, there's singing and then there's someone could sing. Yeah. <laughs> She could say that girl sang like her soul and her spirit just echoed the rafters of any Coliseum or wherever she's at because this girl, oh my god, in this role as well as her ability to sing, the music is just so well done. So well done, Joe. Blown Man. away by that. The Man. soundtrack. I, I walked out and I downloaded the soundtrack and I listened to it in the car on my way home from the theater. So that's how you know it's good music. Oh my God, totally. I was, you know, I try not to spend any money. <laughs> I hate to be that guy, but you know, I'm at that point. Like I want to hear her sing a few of those songs again because they were, they left you. Even at the end when the credits are coming up and that song she's singing, oh, 
She's just she does she just brought it, man. Come on. Yeah. That she's like the Khalil Mack of singers in this <laughs> movie. It's the truth. Yeah. She's keeping it she's kept it a hundred the whole movie, man. Oh man, her acting and her performance though, Joe, really brought it home for me because she was so real in it. She did remind me of Barbara Streisand mm-hmm. because of the the whole nose thing and that whole moment that yeah. they have together. I mean, she and, it, and we'll keep the focus on her. She just is so her ability to capture this role as this innocent talent just going about life and and busting her ass in her life but has this talent that somehow this guy stumbles upon in the story yeah is so impressive but she carries on the role so well that you just want to see this couple succeed and these people win out in the end and it's really 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 well done by her that role Absolutely, and, and and I have to say too, I I'm curious what you think about Bradley Cooper's performance here because, you know, I in a way I for for as strong as Lady Gaga was, I still think Bradley Cooper kind of stole the show a little bit because his performance, acting wise, was just so strong, and oh his singing God. voice was blew me away too. Right, he brought this this singing, and that was totally him, and you see him perform something he's not natural at and singing and he really was believable in the part but his talent is the reason why right only is i mean you end up for me and i'm not saying anything about anybody but you love this character like i went away loving this guy like his heart and his compassion, you know, are there people in the world like this? You ask yourself sometimes you feel obviously there are and, and, you know, not to bring it to Bear's Barroom, but, you know, we reach out and we find these people that are talented or have problems or whatever show we carry. Right. You know, there's somebody out there that's getting something from it. And me watching Bradley play this role, and I just loved him in it. I just can't tell you. Now, I'm waxing poetic about both of these actors and and singers. Mm -hmm. And Bradley did a great job, like you said, singing. But his kind eyes and his persona of how much he loved this woman was very clear and how much his disease hindered that love you just sat in that chair hoping that he would overcome that disease and it really was such such a tremendous job by by Bradley because you just are cheering for him the whole time to do it right to do to make the right choice dude man I felt I felt the exact same way like you're rooting for this guy. You feel so good, you know, when he's when he's taking all the right steps and all that stuff. And you know, it just it just makes the ending, which we won't get into directly yet, um, but it just makes that ending ending all that much more uh, kind of gut wrenching, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. You just 
came away just, oh, and again, I don't want to ruin the ending, but Bradley, if he was a football player, he's, no, the Drew Brees, he's the record breaker because he breaks your heart, but he makes you think and ponder all the things and all the kindness and how many moments this story could have turned for the better in the process of him like he discovers this woman's talent if it wasn't for him there is no her and the love they have bringing out the songs and the story it really hit home for me because of what I am and what I do uh, you know with music and my story Mm -hmm. so his character you know I'll say this I've had dark places I've had difficult thoughts in my head that maybe some people are afraid to admit but for me just like with Trey doing his show on Bears Barroom I have had difficult times in my life where I feel you know that darkness that he was he could be on the top of the world but yeah Somebody says the worst possible thing to him in the moment and and you see that darkness, that shadow overcome the whole beautiful picture of a person in their heart. So it just resonated with me. He handled the role magnificently. In fact, I don't know how this guy doesn't win an Academy Award for this role. He's, I'm he's with so you. He's so brilliant. He like, was unreal. When you walk out of the movie theater, and again, my wife is my best friend, and she's crying. I didn't, I had moments of emotion, right. and I was expecting to cry. Like, get, mm-hmm. I get that. Even Every time Rudy runs on the field, I get that. <laughs> that yeah, little, choked up. Yeah, a little choked up. But I just had this, oh, I wanted him to succeed, feel, and his character, you know, they always say the character that gets you to hate them, the villain, did their job. They did their job. The character that gets you to love them are oftentimes supposedly the layups. And in this case, this guy got you to love him for every difficult reason and it was spectacular. It's it's a tremendous. It's an A plus movie in my mind. Like I left the theater, like you, wanting to hear the songs. Yep. Talk about the movie. I wanted to talk about it with everybody. I want to tell everybody. Oh, you gotta see this. You gotta. I don't care if it's been redone three, four times. This performance by these two actors, and, and also the. The accompaniment, the whole cast. Oh, unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable. Dice Clay in the role of her father. Andrew Dice was, Clay, baby. Oh, he was tremendous, Joe. He was awesome and so like a father should be. You know, it was like he played it tremendous. And, and not to get off Bradley because, again, Joe, you're with me there. The I'm guy with you. brought it. Yeah, and you're talking about the supporting cast. While you're talking about them, you talked about Andrew Dice Clay. 
Uh, Sam Elliott playing Bradley Cooper's oh, brother, Bobby. He's unbelievable, too. Let me tell you, I love that guy. Like, I love that. I don't. Even, I didn't even know his name. I see him on the ranch. I've yep. been watching the ranch on Netflix. And I'm like, I freaking love this dad. Like, he's so truthful and blunt. And you know me. That's how I, I just want the truth. So his role and his care and his voice is like, a stack of, you know, of 20s. Oh, yeah. Just, you know? Money. It's just, it's just money, exactly. It is so pleasing to hear him speak and to be that role and to, to counter one another. At first, you don't know that's his brother. Yeah, so, I didn't know at first either. And then when it comes out, I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, exactly. And then the story unfolds, the backstory of them. And it's just... He, yes, this dude was great in the role. Nobody dropped the ball in this movie. Not really. at all. And I think that's a testament as well to Bradley Cooper because, as we mentioned a little earlier when we talked on the phone, he also directed this film. Mm. A director's role is to pull the talent and the emotion out of each individual moment, let alone the the talent and the actors. Yeah. So this guy brought a updated story to an old movie and an old theme. Yeah. Now, some people, I, I don't know what the critics are saying. I'll be perfectly honest, Joe. I really don't know what they're saying. But I remember being in the Marvel preview. We were going to see uh, The Last Mar, not venom the one before that that came oh, out my uh, infinity war thank you and me and my wife are there and we're like the preview for this movie comes on i'm like oh i gotta see this yeah because you know i i love music and i'm all about it but the story much like khalil mack <laughs> again yeah it was better than i would have thought it was and totally worse the time and the money because if you now some people I, I'm a human spirit I, I love the human condition I love spirit uh, I'm okay with the how it ended I you know yeah. I'll be honest I want the better ending but I just thought the art form the, the angles in which he told the story the to go into the uh drag bar yeah fine you know just randomly take this right turn i mean there were so many on my trip where i was able to meet you joe yeah you know there were so many coincidental things that happened to me as well as aldo on that trip so and to see you know what transpired in this movie to have anyone be like well it's kind of unbelievable no these things can really happen and they do every day it was so well done from a director's eye like it was fruitful in the process you know in the moment where he's grabbing the sand where yeah. his father is supposed to be that and and the the air you know what is the what are those things the air the no the the wind. The wind, uh, the windmills yeah. that capture electricity. Now, the way that whole scene—I mean, obviously—then the pop 
scene just giving you that same exact kind of pop dance culture it was every fabric of me was it resonated with this way he told the story in every frame even the the part going back joe yeah when he's like oh she found the song in the whatever when he was at the rehab yeah to remember the part when he gets home from rehab he starts to play and then they cut it but then later they go back to what oh what a moment to be able to combine the two yeah to hear her and then him sing oh i don't want to ruin it again but it's a it's a, a it's moment. quite a moment for sure and it's you're able to when a director is able to piece those two together for the smartest person to enjoy as well as the most ignorant person to get the point it's like you've done your job and you've done it well it was very very well directed i'd agree man i think he he may be one of the few people to win an oscar for best actor and best director i could totally see that happening now does stallone do that with rocky uh you I know i i, I I don't remember who the last person was. If it was anybody, it was probably Stallone. But I don't know if he directed Rocky One. Yes, he did. He did? He wrote it and directed. So I don't know if it got Best Picture. It got Best Picture for sure. And then he... So, we'll see. But man, you're right, Bradley. If there was nobody, this is a real opportunity to see that happen. It's, it's it's a once in a generation kind of film for me and it's one you gotta go see anytime you get an opportunity to go see this movie I would definitely tell people it's worth the dime it's worth the time <laughs> amen to that man <laughs> but Phil I mean thank you for taking the time out to do this joining us on the box office bros podcast I know you had Bears Hour live tonight, and it's a little after just about midnight your time, so you're ready for bed. But again, thanks so much for coming on, bud. Oh, absolutely, Joe. Anytime. I'm glad I was able to see this movie this time and come into the box office and hang out with you. I'm, I'm just a little upset that Tooch didn't buy a ticket to come with me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but. We'll, we'll catch up again because oh, yeah. there's there's three things that I love. It's music, football, and movies, like in the entertainment genre. Oh, yeah. So, so I'm a big movie guy. This one honestly leaves you just emotional, and it was for me. And thank you for having me on the show with you, man. It was a blast. Hey, man, anytime. Hopefully we can get you back for when we do our review of Creed 2. Oh, you know that. I, I want to see this Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, that looks good, too. Yeah, That's going to be in my genre, too. So I might have to come back for that because that dude. Fucking, uh, Freddie, Freddie Mercury. Mercury. Oh, my God. Was he a talent? And uh, I, I am looking forward to seeing that, too. But I love Creed. The preview was up, too. Yeah, it looks so, good. But we'll, we'll talk, Joe. And thank you. And appreciate coming on your show man hey man it's a it's a blast we'll love to have you back 
And uh, make sure you get some sleep tonight, bud. I know it's going to be uh, an early morning for you. So <laughs> thanks I'm again. I'm to bed now. All, All right. right, bud. Appreciate the time, and we'll see you soon. I know. All right. Later, bud. Box Office Bros would like to thank Phil Atoshin for dropping by and, and giving his views on a great movie. And uh, for Box Office Bros, this is Tooch signing off. Follow me, Santucci underscore John. Follow Box Office Bros at the B.O.B. Podcast. Follow Bears Girl at Bears Girl 80. That's B-E-A-R-S-G-R-L 80 at Twitter and at Joe Mandel on Twitter. And uh, thank you both for being here for Box Office Bros, and we'll see you next time at the movies. Don't-